Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware and it's a bustling kitchen behind me. Um, Sam is making the noisiest coffee. No, you're, do you want to be on the do you want to be a co-host or something? No, no, I'm just trying to get I want to get my barista job while I'm a student now. It's the sort of thing that students do. <laughs> Guys, Table Manners, uh, my husband will be a qualified osteopath in three and a half years, and Sam is on coffee duty today because I have some delicious coffee straight from down under. Now I'm going to start today's episode by giving the biggest shout out to all the Table Manners fans in Australia. They are plentiful. Oh, there are a lot. Mum, I had at my gig at summer camp, people, you know when they ask DJs for like a tune, they said, where's Lenny? Well, obviously. <laughs> they love you. <laughs> they love the podcast and I've never eaten so well. As in Australia. Oh my goodness. Those earrings, oh, they look like little Sputniks. What's a Sputniks? Like things that go in the sky. Oh, right. Um, anyway, it was amazing. I went to some brilliant places, and we have um, a guest today, and it's brunch. And Australia is obviously famous for its brunch, so I've been inspired. But shout out to St. Ali, where we went on our first breakfast in Melbourne. And also, I have to give a shout out to Ange. Now, Ange was put in touch with me on, on WhatsApp through my good friends who live down the road, Jess and Ben. And they said, Ange is like the time out of Melbourne. She'll sort you out. So me and Ange became pen pals, like WhatsApp buddies, never met each other. She gave me all the recommendations. So thank you, Ange. And she's a massive fan of the podcast. But I didn't know this until she was three martinis in at Gimlet and decided to spout quotes from the podcast. She says sometimes she will listen to the Alan Carr episode just to cheer up her day. She has repeatedly listened to it. So then I was like, oh, I'm with a psychopath. She was a super fan, had the book, loves it. So this is a big shout out to you, Ange, my new food friend, who we may need to have a restraining order um, if you ever come to London and you get close to Lenny. Um, so on the menu today, we have a Dutch baby, which I think last time you did one was for Billy Porter, maybe? Yeah. It's and then he time. told me he was allergic to everything that I'd put in the Dutch baby. Do you remember? Oh. He didn't eat sugar. He didn't eat flour. Oh, well, yeah. we're doing a savoury Dutch baby. The, is that the New York Times one? The New I York Times you. one. It's um, goat's cheese and dill. I've never made it before, so it could turn out terribly. I've done some backups. This was inspired by a cafe that I went to in Melbourne called Florian. And actually, I put up a picture of this pea and asparagus toast. And they actually messaged back saying that they love the podcast. So this is a big love and shout out to you guys. Um... I'm semi, it's the noisiest coffee machine ever. It's just telling you, what an attention seeker, that sage. Um, so I had this toast, it was pea and asparagus, and it was so vibrant, mine isn't as vibrant. And then I'm um, putting some anchovies on top. So that's like a pea, asparagus, anchovy toast. You're doing a toast as well as the Dutch yes, baby? Yes, options, mother. Wow. Um, and then they do it with a jammy egg. But because we're having the Dutch baby, I'm not going to do enough. that. Okay. And then I've made a caraway seed cake. Why? I don't know, actually. It's showing off. Well, actually, I cocked the recipe up and forgot to put... I was like, God, How this is really... you've got so much energy when you've just got back? I feel like I've got a new lease of life after going down under. I actually think we should move there. Why? I think we should definitely do a series there. Why? Because the food is great. 
I've had a really good time and I feel it's like... okay, it was cold here. Going to Madonna tonight. Yeah, I took your daughter in the freezing cold, the horse riding. Uh, drive through McDonald's. She was thrilled. She loves that. Anyway, so that's the menu. What, what, who we've got on this morning is my friend Kadif Kerwin. He is so handsome. Very handsome. Wow. He likes to call you Dame Lenny. That's fine. Um, I've been waiting for this meeting. He, he looks... I've seen him. I looked him up because you I've not watched Slow Horses which he's in well it's the third season that's out and he has quite a big part in this season I mean well, he's that, been in the last but he always the plays a policeman yes he's always quite a sexy policeman yeah a very handsome policeman he was also in Chewing Gum Michaela Cole's first yeah. programme which I adored he was also in My Policeman that film um with Emma Corrin and Harry Styles and he was also in I May Destroy You. So he's been in so many things. Every actor adores Kadif and he's always at every opening of theatre or musical. So we always talk about um, what we're going to see. So yeah, I'm sure we're going to talk about theatre. We're going to be talking about the new season of Slow Horses, which is on Apple TV. We'll be talking about food. He lives in South East London and is probably nearly here. Um, Kadif Cohen coming up on Table Manners. Kadif is in the kitchen. He's, you've met Lenny. I've met the Queen. I've <laughs> met the Queen. Looking magnificent. Beautiful. Oh. Always good. Beautiful. Always smells great. Thank now you. I have to say that Kadif and I are quite in the early stages of our friendship romance. Oh yeah, blossoming. We're, yeah, we're coming up to a year of we knowing are? each other. <laughs> However, I've been watching you since chewing gum. Oh my and, gosh. But I, the first time I ever saw you, you were on a plane. We were going to Morocco. Quite glamorous. It's kind yes. of been downhill since then, to be honest. And you looked so cool. And I was like, who the hell is that? And then we ended up spending a whole weekend together and having so much fun. Yes, we did. And then the rest is history. But you've been busy. Yeah. Busy life, busy year, busy time. Really exciting time. Let's yeah. talk about slow horses. Oh my gosh. Best job I've ever had. Lenny, you're going to love it. You oh, haven't watched it. See, I only it. started watching it because Sam my new best says. friends in it. Yeah, also Sam but you're it, only brilliant. in the second. You're in the second season. I joined from season two, so, so it's, just it's brilliant. Right there. No, you, you no, don't go for season no, one. no, season so one's it's good. Brilliant. It's sort of like so. Elevator pitch. Gary Oldman is the boss of the slow horses, the rogues, the sort of the agents who, for one reason or another, have been ousted from the top jobs. So you've got a unit of basically down and out, sort of the cretins, the sort of. Are they really spies? shit spies, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, and they're not that practical. And you just got one unit of people who are just rubbish, and they get ostracised to this unit called Slough House, and it's just what they get up to. They sort of get given the really crappy tasks, and it's about it's sort of situational comedy slash drama, it's slash action film slash. But like you know, it's you know. kind of like you used to love Spooks, Mum. Yeah, and it's yes. like got more humour than Spooks, yeah. so it's kind of it's it's brilliant, and there's always kind of this big climax to the oh end my gosh, and yeah. yeah and you and it's quite a big one for you in season three right season three is massive yeah i'm so excited to be a part of it i joined from season two so my character is called marcus longridge he is in the unit because he's a gambling addict so when he's supposed to be on the job like snipering people he's like on the roulettes on his phone <laughs> you know dear, dear. like many of us did you there. do any method for that did you do, t- yeah, do a bet loads of betting gary oldman who plays our boss he's from new cross oh, yeah. you know this he's from down the road must invite him over. I don't think he lives there anymore, though. He's a big foodie as well, actually. On set, he'd be talking about some wonderful meals that he's had. He travels the world quite a bit, and he, he's a big foodie, so I want to be him when I'm a little bit older. So where is it filmed mostly? We film in London, though some of the seasons have little extras. So the start of season three was filmed in Istanbul. And Were you there? I was not there. Oh, that's so fuming. annoying. I was fuming. <laughs> but it's amazing, because each episode, it's like a feature film. Yeah. Um, Apple are incredible at sort of pumping their talent and the money into the shows and they really look after us and it's the most incredible show to be a part of. Is it out very soon? Is it out now? Out now. So episode three is out currently and weekly on Apple oh, it's TV. A weekly. It's weekly. So this is coming out next week. So, so episode four will be out today. Nice. On Apple. And Great. you please, please check it out. It's the reason to get Apple TV, I'd say. And you get to see Gary Oldman be an absolute legend. He is so good. I just want to know, because his part is like, he farts in um, a bit Miriam. Yeah. a bit Miriam. Well, but not. like, um, what's it? Kristen Scott Thomas. Kristen Scott Thomas. Who's so good in it. But like, he'll, he's just disgusting. Yeah. He's got greasy hair. Did he smell 
bad on set? Gary Oldman did he smell good? smells like money and success. <laughs> he What's might look that? he might look right. as the character like, a, like a down and out, like a tramp, like and he's but he smells divine. He honestly does. What's he? Do you know what he uses? No, I don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask him actually what he uses. But it's, it's a beautiful smell. Okay, that's because no. I've always thought. Does he like method that as well? No. Smells, of, smells of money and success. That is a great expression. Eau de Cologne, money, success. Now let's get back to you and yes. growing up. Hmm. Where did you? Where Where did you? So I was born in the Caribbean oh. on a lovely little island called Montserrat. It's a tiny. The French one. It, it was French, it's British now. Okay. Well, they kept fighting over it, good old colonialism. So I was born there, I was there till I was eight, but I moved to the UK because there was a volcano on the island, an active yeah, volcano. And so it's a tiny island, 35 square miles, population 14,000 people. Who was so, around the dinner table? Dinner table, my siblings, so I'm one of five, but in Montserrat it was myself, two of my older brothers, and my parents, my mum and my dad, and my mum... Honestly, the world's best cook. She was just everything. In preparation for this, I was so nervous because my mum recently passed yeah, away last so year. Um, but I was also, there was so much joy inside of me because I got to speak about food. And for me, food is my mother. Let's talk about and her. And love then. language was her acts of service okay, and cooking. So what's her, what was her name? Matilda Kerwin. That was her name. She was one of 14 children. Yeah, my nan was a goer, innit? She was like, <laughs> she was busy and she, yeah, she was, my mum was just amazing. The kitchen was would always smell of like bakes, like fried dumplings and salt fish and ackee or things like curried mutton or oxtail or it was just... So classic Caribbean. Classic Caribbean. The odd sort of French thing thrown in there. She um, She was Caribbean French and food was just the centre of all of our lives, especially in the Caribbean, with all those exotic fruits and stuff. It was amazing. Have you been to the Caribbean? I have. But also, my sister-in-law's from the Bahamas. Mm. So they have... It's not quite as Caribbean, mm. but similar sorts of things, yes. like Aki, but more conch and things conch. like yes, that. Yes, Is yes, yes. Is it conch or conch? Conch. Conch, yeah. Conch. Um, Got that right, yeah. And soursop. Sour sop, oh, beautiful, yeah. beautiful sour sop. They don't do so much ackee and salt fish. That's quite a Jamaican dish, Yeah, we went to Jamaica, um, pretty disastrous holiday, really. <laughs> we ended up in a holiday inn that was all-inclusive, and it was rough. Oh, and, dear. Yeah, but I remember that even in the hotel, we had ackee and salt fish, mm-hmm. and it was delicious. Mm-hmm. And festival. Festivals, yeah. Yeah, that was a revelation. So it's like all the different Caribbean islands have, yeah. like, festival is basically what we'd call a fried dumpling or bakes. Yeah. It's all the same thing, but everyone's yeah, got their name for got it. Their own name. Um, but we called it bakes in Montserrat or in Dominica, where my mum was from. They call them bakes, and they're beautiful. You'd have them for breakfast instead of having, like, toast or bread. They'd, she'd fry those in the morning before church on a Saturday. and um, Did you ever have grits? So my sister-in-law's no. mum used to make grits and fish stew on a Sunday. Oh, we had fish stew on a Friday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it, was it, um, well, there was kind always... of you knew what you were having every day? We sort of, yes, but my mum had this amazing sort of sense. So my siblings and I were all quite different and we all liked different things. Yeah. So diff- there'd be like four different meals on the table ready at the same time because Matilda. I know she was she was she was pretty intense and pretty amazing at that but she it never seemed to fluster her or bother her but lots of Caribbean women mm. or families that I know they always have a big cook-up so mm. on a Sunday you never have one roast no, you one. have chicken you have beef you yep. have a curry you yep. have everything yeah at least four or five different types of meat yeah and does that keep you going all week or yes it, it does yeah, it yeah does. we yeah basically big roast on a saturday not a saturday sunday and that'll get you through to wednesday yeah then wednesday you'll have um a little mix mash of things and then friday you'll have yeah. friday night dinner or something fish yeah yeah and then saturday was well like... there's lots of caribbean islands that have fish friday don't they yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like I in, that in barbados yeah mm. oysters fish friday yeah Beautiful, because it, it, I mean, it's local produce, isn't it? It's just yeah, like, it's you're not exactly going to go in the Thames and put, your, put your hand in. What's your favourite fish? Um, bread snapper. 
Me too. Love. They have that a lot in the Bahamas. Yeah, love red snapper. It's, it's quite bony. It is quite bony, but if you get a, a big one, yeah, get them to debone it for yeah. you. It's delightful. How do you like yours? Fried or fried. steamed? Or okay, lovely. Do you like? Fried? Yeah, you're gonna come. I'm gonna cook for you. Oh, good. I love cooking. I so love a this bit is, of fried snapper. Yeah. Yeah, they do some really nice. There's a where really do, nice. Where do you get your snapper? There's from? a fishmonger in um near me in um in southeast in, in Lewisham that I can I go to. Yeah. It's really good. Really, really good. Yeah. When you moved to England, where did you grow up? So we moved to London initially, and then we moved to Preston. Um, Preston. Lancashire, yeah, Lancashire. So I come from Manchester. Yes, you are. So did you used to go to the Blackpool? Blackpool. Oh my god. Yes. My mum. Oh my gosh. One of my one of my fondest memories when I was about nine years old. um, Our neighbours told us, "Oh, you've got to go to Blackpool Illuminations." I think we'd been in the UK maybe a year. There's a Blackpool Pleasure Beach. And my mum was like, oh my God, a beach? We, we, missed, we missed the Caribbean. Are you going to take us to a beach? This is amazing. We got to Blackpool. Oh my God, with the brown sea. With the brown sea, <laughs> the donkeys on the beach. Yeah, which are fabulous. Which, I mean, it's yeah. amazing, but it doesn't quite Never compare. Very Popeye the donkey. Popeye the donkey. <laughs> doesn't quite compare to like a Caribbean beach no. though. Honestly, it's probably one of the first times I saw my mum crying with laughter. Because she was like, this is, this is a beach. You're mad. It but I love Blackpool. Mad. We used to go every year. And it, yeah, um, fish and chips on the sea. I remember the first time we had fish and chips oh, as well. Oh, it's great. Fish and chips are great, aren't they? Stunning. Stunning. When we first moved to the UK, our neighbours, they were so lovely. They, they, they're still um, in Preston. They brought over fish supper, yeah. fish and chips in newspapers for our family. Oh, fabulous. And my mum was so offended because she was like, you think we're going to eat out of paper? What is this? And she, they were like, no, this is, this is, this is. What, it's British. It's like a tradition. You eat it out of the fish paper, the newspaper, and yeah. She was like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> right." And we tucked in, and it was stunning. Fish and chips are great. Beautiful up north. Yeah, up beautiful. north. Beautiful. So, what did your dad do? My dad was an electrician, uh, Peter, and yeah, he he used to cook as well. When Mum was like away or annoyed at him, he'd have to do the cooking, and he was he was quite good, you know. Was your mum a Sunday go to church lady? Saturday. Saturday. So I was raised Seven Day Adventist. Oh, Seven Day. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like they they call it like a Jewish Christianity, don't they? Yeah. Because it's quite literal. Like we go to church on Saturday, yeah. we celebrate the Sabbath, and yeah. Do you celebrate Christmas? Yes. You do. Yes, I think it's Jehovah's Not, Witnesses yeah, who, they who don't. don't. But um, Saturday was church, and again Saturday lunchtime, all the aunties bringing their Tupperwares full of food they've cooked. Yeah. Amazing, great coleslaw, potato salad, fish, chicken, oxtail. Amazing. And was there a big one in Preston? Huge. Huge. So um, my mum and my dad were in the choir at church as well. Were you in the choir? No, I was... Oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I was in a Christian boy band with my brothers and oh my, my siblings. Goodness. I've seen a picture <laughs> You've seen a picture, Jesse. Yes, you have. We were called Like One. It was sort of like... How did you spell the one? <laughs> like a like one. one, not W O N. No, no, like not, one. Not, not Aero One in LA. No, um, it was a cappella, boys to men esque. Church, amazing. church songs. We were wearing like, oh mate, it was it was it was a moment that I'm happy that's passed. It's awful, man. Oh. Can you like give us a little ditty of one of the songs? I don't think I can actually. I'm, I'm a proper heathen now. I don't remember any church songs. <laughs> Um, hold on, this is this is dumb. This looks insane. What? You know what? I've never made it. We have a Dutch baby. Oh wow! Which is goat's cheese and dill, and it's kind of made like a bat. That actually has worked out quite nice. That looks I think. And then I've got pea and asparagus toast, some griddled leeks with a hazelnut and like orange and sherry uh, vinegar. I'm gonna get some light spoons. Sorry. I'm getting spoiled here. We're getting yes, spoiled, Lenny. This is yeah, stunning. she's cooked and she <laughs> goes for it. That's it's more like than me. Off. Do you look... <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, look, look, you have a lap and cough. Usually, I'm bright red in the face and look like a look, bat. Look, I get you all to myself like while Jessie's cooking. This is this is amazing. This is kind of how it should be, right, Mum? You serve up. This is so good. This, I have to say, because it's not my recipe. I would do this recipe again. Who was this by? This is a New York Times one. Wonderful. Yeah, it's the, the Dutch be- baby. Honestly, yeah. Jesse, it's the best subscription I've ever done. Yeah, it's the New good. York Times. Because Melissa Clark, we need to get her cookbook. Mm. Could Eve, if we were coming round to yours, mm-hmm. what would you be cooking for us? Would you go Caribbean? Well, it depends on people's level of spice. I'd, I'd get that. Out yeah, Lenny can't spice. do spice. Okay, so I'd do. Are you a hot sauce person? Oh yeah. 
The world is the divided hotter, the between hot sauce and non-hot sauce, I think. I, I, hot sauce or the marinade when I'm seasoning stuff, I'll let it stay there for 48 mm-hmm. hours if it's something spicy, yeah. Um, I'll probably make some um, saltfish fritters mm. to start off with. Some garlic, like a garlic dip or something from scratch. My mum used to do these incredible cucumber sort of like, she makes her own vinaigrette and these, these like coils of cucumber. Oh, nice. And you just have it soaked in this beautiful garlic, and it's very garlicky, I'm afraid. But that's okay. You know, I do that. Then probably some um, Caribbean stewed chicken with some mac and cheese and some rice and peas. How do you how do you do your mac and cheese? Well, three types it, of cheese. Is it dr- quite dry? But do you no. like it dry or well, creamy? It's like, well, it. It's a My bit of both. sister-in-law in the Bahamas. They would have it quite dry and you'd serve it in like squares. Yeah, that, exactly like that. Like Crunchy a pie. On top. Like a pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No breading on top, but it, it, like a pie. Because mm-hmm. um, when people tell me it's like mac and cheese is a main, I'm like, you're, you're actually no, mad. It's a side. It's a side. Mm-hmm. So do some chicken, some mac and cheese. Although I went vegan for three years. And Ow. yeah, that was worse than when I came out to my parents. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Honestly, my mum had a worse reaction to me coming out as, as vegan than when I came out as queer. Because um, her love language was food. She's just like, what am I going to cook for you? What am I going to cook for you? I was like, I, you, don't, you don't have to cook. Did she, did she start cooking more vegan stuff? <laughs> Absolutely. She'd do this most amazing spinach lasagna and she would mm. um, substitute all the, like for vegan cheeses and stuff. I mean, it didn't taste the same, but it was stunning. And she'd do a cannelloni with um, vegan cheese as well. Matilda. Really. I know, I know. Um, none of my siblings would really eat it though, but I did. It was really delicious. Where do you like eating out? You know, you've lived in London for a while. Mm-hmm. You're a South East Londoner. South East Re- London through and through. Yep. yep. Represent. We're basically neighbours. <laughs> yeah. Love. That was just like sealed the deal, <laughs> oh, yeah. didn't it, babe? Um, so where do you like to eat out? In London or South East? There's a beautiful restaurant in Blackheath called uh, Copper and Ink. Oh, I haven't been. Oh, God. my word. Blackheath don't normally have. It's beautiful. It's Lovely all seasonal. It's a new one. It's seasonal. The chef was a previous Master Chef contestant. Mum, you should know. He's, Who was he? I'll know him. He had bald head, glasses, a bit of a curly... Oh, I know him. Um, I know him. You know which one I'm yeah, talking about. exactly. And the food, we were there two weeks ago, Copper and Ink. Okay, great. Stunning. Their wine list, all organic. Oh, my Lord. I've tried pretty much all the wines on that list. They're really beautiful. Do you beautiful. like a little a natty wine? I do. I do. I love any sort of wine, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, me too. What I love any your... sort of alcohol, to be fair. <laughs> what would be your wine of choice? White. I go for Chablis. Nice and crisp. Or if it's um, if it's a summer, mm-hmm. something a bit more floral. So. What would you like, rosé? I do, but it's not. It's not really. I'm people, not fussed about it. People keep oh, thinking it's rose. like the like the look. You were whispering angel lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course you are. I love it, but there's not many notes in it. I find it That's just whole, like... Well, I like it because it's very dry. Mm-hmm. You can drink it quickly. You can drink it really quickly. <laughs> like cordial. It's not kind of syrupy at all, mm. like um, like a Chardonnay. Or I a like Chardonnay. Yeah. Like Chardonnay. Yeah, yeah I but I, kinda, I think I only like Californian Chardonnays because I was trying to feel but Australian ones. I haven't realised Chablis is Chardonnay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like a Riesling, though. Like, mm. like a nice German Riesling. Stunning. I just don't know what I'm doing. You do. I don't. I kind of say that I like something and then I don't really know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> what about red? What are you like on the reds? You can keep Pinot Noir far away from me. What? I hate Pinot it's Noir. pissy. It's my worst drink. Wow. Thankfully I didn't bring you a bottle. <laughs> whenever, they, whenever they say, would you like which red wine? I say, as long as it's not Pinot Noir. Mm, I like a red Bolicello. Yeah, me too. I like I like Primitivo. Primitivo. I, love, I like Gros Hermitage. Mm-hmm. I like um, a nice Cabernet Sauvignon, actually. You know what? They're coming back. I tried a really incredible Cab Greek Cab Sauv. Mm. This summer oh, the in, Greeks. Yeah. Greek wines are um, amazing. I went to Catalonia on holiday this summer. Um, the wines in Greece. Christ. Yeah, really good. Ju- yeah. It used to be that everyone laughed at it because mm. it was Retsino or Domestica. No. Stunning. And now it's fabulous. Okay. Last Supper. You know the drill. Mm-hmm. Starter, main, pud, drink of choice. Who's okay. going to be around the dinner table? Okay, probably me and a podcast. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, who's going to be around the table? All my pals. Obviously, you two. Thanks. My other half, my besties. Um, what's Okay, for starter, can I have it from two different restaurants? Yes, I like this. Okay, so I want... You're speaking our language. I want half a dozen oysters, dressed oysters from Bentley's in town. 
They do an incredible dressed Vietnamese oysters. Ooh. So what does it have? Like lemongrass Le- in it? Loads Ooh. of lemongrass. So, so beautiful. Oh my Half God. a dozen of those. And then half a dozen of oysters from Seabird. The Carlingford oysters. Do you like Seabird? I love Seabird. I love, I'm an oyster girl. Um, Do you so, like the big fat ones? Honestly, the bigger the better. Well, we, um, <laughs> we won't be fighting over the oysters. No, no. You're not do an oyster. You, no. I do can you? I can do like three and feel fab, and then I'm like, yeah, no, I'm done. Now give me something no, else. I can't eat no, oysters. I'd have oysters with a glass of Chapel Downs um, English sparkling wine. Yeah. It's nice I'm, and dry. This is great, Khalif. You have prepped. You're oh, a yeah. professional, and oh, yeah. I like this. Yes. Have you been to the vineyard, Chapel Down Vineyard? I feel like I have, but I haven't you because I've drank so much of it. I feel like I am the vineyard. <laughs> um, this was earlier in my career. I did three plays back to back at the Donmar Warehouse and they were sponsored by Chapel Downs. So we had to do all, all these fundraisers and got speaking to all the people. I, I drank so much. I was like, yeah, I, I want to join the family. I'm not quite sure how to, but you've, you've been, haven't you? No, well, I, well, I, I did it on my friend's Hendu. We got somebody from Chapel Down. Bear mm. in mind there were three pregnant people, including myself, including the bride, and we did wine taste. Right. <laughs> because I kind of thought it was fine, because, you know, a little taste, mm-hmm. and you can choose to spit it out if you're not. If not, I was, you know, about six months pregnant, so I did not spit it out. Mm. And it was amazing. And we did it in, in Rye, and it was just fantastic. It, it, Is it in Kemp, then? It's in Kemp. Okay. Maine. Yeah. My mum's Oxtail. Okay. My mum's mac and cheese. How long does she take to cook her Oxtail? About a day. Yeah. Yeah, and she'd, she'd, she'd start cleaning it maybe two days before with lemon and vinegar yeah. and everything in the back garden. She'd be washing it, getting out all the fat. So no no extra bits. And she'd pressure cook it and steam it. Bit of browning in there, garlic, um, chilli, onion, um, scotch bonnet. Oh, just stunning. Can you, eat, can you eat scotch bonnet? Yeah, but I mean, my the problem is I always forget that I've got contacts in. And I the amount of times I've... I've Put scotch bonnet in my eyes. Yeah. Have you got contact lenses? Mm, I do. You could never tell. Oh, Would you ever get laser surgery? Um, I'm a bit terrified. Me my too. My friend had it done, and she was like, she said she could smell the flesh of her eye Ooh. when she was getting it done, <laughs> whilst they were burning it. <laughs> but did she get good eyes? Great. She's got 20/20 now, but I'm, I'm happy for her. I'm, ha- I'm also happy to keep wearing lenses. <laughs> yeah, right. How long have you worn glasses? I've worn glasses since I was nine. Yeah. Aww. Did you take them off when you were in the Christian boy band group? I did. Aww. I did. <laughs> Honestly, there's a photograph of myself at, at secondary school and I looked like a black Harry Potter because I had the bottle, <laughs> you know, as I'm saying, oh, dessert. Yeah. Yeah. I would have. So you're just having oxtail? Oxtail, mac and cheese. Oxtail, mac and cheese, rice and peas. Any, or my mum's. Any veg on the side? Mm. Not no, not, I don't want any greenery on my plate. Okay. Nothing. God, no, well today, then, no, jerk is such a, um, what did they say? Chicken is the most social meat. I have it all the time. It's not that special for me. Yeah, right. Where do you get your jerk from in South London? I make it. Oh. Or I, if I'm going to a Caribbean um, takeaway, there's a place called Woodfire Grill on Lee High Road. It's a beautiful lady. It's family-run business. Yeah. Go and get my Caribbean takeaways Do from you there. make your own jerk seasoning or no, do you I, buy, I, it? I buy it? Dunn's River. One? Yeah, Dunn's <laughs> River. Or... If I go up to Preston, my auntie will make some for me and I'll take it back with me and okay. freeze it and then I'll have it to marinade. Oh, um, I love that. Yeah. yeah. My, I've got one of those chest freezers, you know, just, just got a bit of everything in it. I can just defrost. I've still got a couple of my mum's dishes in my freezer. Oh. Yeah, pretty insane. But um, my mum used to do this amazing thing of um, when I'm doing a play yeah. in the West End or whatever, yeah. she would send my dad to down to London with maybe about 14 frozen meals for me. Like batch cooking Batch food. cooking for me, so that when I came home from rehearsals or tech or whatever, I could just stick it in the, in the oven or the microwave and I have a home cooked meal. She sounds so amazing. Oh, she, she so was just sorry. the best thing. I know. She, it's, it's she passed right. away quite abruptly, didn't she? She did. So I, How old was she? My mum was 58. Oh, man, she died. Yeah, so my my dad died the year previously. Oh, could he? I oh, know, this is getting really cheery, this podcast, isn't it? Oh, but no, my, so my dad passed away at 59 from um, COVID-related complications, um, 2021. And that was really tough for my family because we're all really close. And I was um, he was shielding because he was diabetic. So I hadn't seen him for about a year previously. And, you know, that was really tough, but we're a really close family. And then my parents were together from the time they were 19. So, you know, I always thought during that year, I was like, I really don't want to lose my mum to grief because mm-hmm. she was so grief struck with losing my dad. And then later that year, she got breast cancer, but we got rid of all that. 
And then the a year to the day of my dad's anniversary, my nan passed away. So my mum's, I know, it's, it's, it's like an awful film, but um, my nan passed away from, and she was in Dominica in the Caribbean. So the whole family went, including my mother. I didn't go um, to go and bury her. And, you know, and then when my mum was there, she didn't, she didn't feel very well. She was there for about a month. She came back to the UK. We took her to the hospital and they were like, you've got pancreatic cancer. And they told her six months and she passed away four weeks later. So it was really... Um, it was really tough and it, it, it continues to be tough, but one of the most beautiful things is that I've got so many, my parents were so kind in the fact they've left us with so many great memories because mm. they always told us how much they loved us, they cared about us, how proud they were. Mm. And I attribute, even me being here today, our friendship, Jesse, our budding friendship, <laughs> Lenny, and all the good things in my life down to my mum. Mm. And all those memories started in the kitchen, being around the table, cooking, watching her. But you so felt love. I, oh my God, enveloped mm. by it. I think I literally feel it here today. The most important thing anyone can totally. ever give their children. Love and care and a nice meal. And Oh, they were so proud. Absolutely so proud. My, me and all my siblings. We're a big old family myself, so um, I've got no eight nieces and nephews. No, no other actors? No, I'm the only... Um, well, there, there's, there's other actors. I'm just the, only, I'm the professional okay, so one. Okay, just, <laughs> just tell me, you went to school. I went to school in Preston. Yeah, till? Till I was 16. Then I went to sixth form, Runshaw College in Leyland. Shout out, Runshaw. Then I moved to London. I auditioned for drama schools that year. Didn't get into the school I wanted you, to go were to. You, were you acting when you were at school? And so, what I, was made a you really, I was a really naughty secondary school person. Were I think you? I was awful. I got suspended twice, yeah. For, for doing what? Um, fighting. Yeah. What, what had you come out of that? No, it was all to do with being queer and being okay. gay. It was all to do with that. I was so sort of trying to emulate what masculinity was and be like, oh, cock of the wall. Because like, I had two of my older brothers at the school. They were taller and bigger and stuff. So I sort of never had to worry about being set upon by others. But I just wanted to hide myself. And I wanted to hide in plain sight by being really like, sort of, quote unquote, masculine, which was awful. And so I got into quite a few fights, and then I had this one drama teacher, Mrs. Pamela Hayward Connor, who still teaches at um, Walter Nidale High School, and she hounded me. She was like, I think you need to come to drama class after school. I think you need to come because I think you really enjoy it. And I was just like, F off, I don't want to come. Is that because she thought you'd be able to express feelings? Completely. She, she could see something, channel, channel, this, channel yeah. this sort of frustration. And she rang my mum after school and my mum was like, this woman keeps calling, can you just go please? Because it's really annoying. And I walked into that after school drama class and it changed my life completely. Oh, and she's still I, there. She's still there, I ended up getting 13 GCSEs. I went to sixth form, did performing arts. I still did maths on the side because maths was my favorite subject. And then I took a gap year in London because my parents wanted me to go and do maths and be an accountant. Um, of course they did. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> nice and sensible. And I was really good at maths. So like, you know, it was something I excelled in. Not anymore. I've got an accountant for that now. I moved to London and I was like, I'm gonna, I need to work out a way that I can go to drama school but pay for myself. So I got a job. I got a job as, do you remember Gary Rhodes, the yeah, chef? Yes. So I worked for Gary Rhodes in my gap year. So where were you working? What was his, your job? He had, he had a Michelin star restaurant called Rhodes W1 in Marble Arch. Right. And I was the host there. I started as a commie waiter. Then a waiter, then head waiter, and then I moved on to host. Because you're so charismatic and <laughs> they needed mad, to though, have you. Because I was front. 18. I was 18, and like, Gary was so kind and so lovely. But if you're bright and smart and, and engaging. It, it, I loved it because I loved the food that the was chefs Gar there brought. Was, was Gary kind in the kitchen? Gary was extremely kind. He wasn't there that much because at that point, I think he had four restaurants. Right. He had one in the city, he had two in Marble Arch, and one somewhere else, and he was opening somewhere in Dubai. And Gary was very kind. We'd mm. have wine training and food training so twice. So that's why you know all this stuff about wine. Yes. Oh, oh completely. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But completely. he had a place in the Caribbean, didn't he? He did, in, yeah. In Grenada. Yeah. You didn't say what you have for dessert. Oh, oh yeah, we haven't supper. finished. Sorry. Mm. Dessert for me. Oh, my God, I've got you to thank for this. Well, what So happened? when I went to Lisbon earlier this year, you obviously gave, yeah, gave, gave us some an incredible... Yeah, gave some We were there for five days and only three meals... Three. This is three. Um, <laughs> only three meals weren't on that list that you recommended. So for dessert, I had this most amazing lemon, like deconstructed lemon tart oh, from yeah. Denoy. Oh my God, Denoy was so good. In um, in Lisbon. And that was amazing. And I'll have that with a dirty martini, three olives. Very, very... Vodka. 
vodka, bit of kettle wine. See, that's why very, we get very on so well. Heavy on the brine. Yeah, You'd have a martini filthy. with your pud. I would. Why? Because then, if I introduce the sweet into the savoury, I can continue drinking. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If there was one course you could give up, what would it be? It would be dessert, because a starter, essential, because you've got to have an aperitif with it. Main, that's the main course. And for dessert, you could just have another drink. So <laughs> well, Baileys, <laughs> I think Baileys is my dessert now. Oh, Baileys, yeah. okay. Open my, I've already opened one bottle. Have you? My Christmas bottle. For you, though, is it purely seasonal, or can you drink it all year round? I would drink it all year round, but wow. it's so fattening that I can't drink it all Who year cares? round. Who cares? You've only got one life. Well, enjoy yeah, yourself. I might not have a very long one if I carry on enjoying <laughs> myself. Yeah, to be honest. Um, I love a Bailey's as well, though, or Tia Maria. Oh, I don't do Tia Maria. It's quite sweet. It is, but I put a bit of squirty cream on top. Oh, do you? I do, That's yeah. That's a Sorry. good idea. Yeah, that. That's really t- delicious. Do you like Cointreau? Love. If you put that with Cointreau. ice and it goes all milky, mm-hmm. look, I love mm. it. Yeah. I love Cointreau. Is there I even love Sherry oh, as look. well. Oh, there's a particular spirit in. In Montserrat? Spirits? Yeah, is so it just rum? Lots and lots of rum, yeah. But Montserrat has this thing where, because it's like, it's it's British and Irish. So basically, in Cromwell's Britain, they sent a lot of the slaves and stuff over to Montserrat. So I was born in Cork, Montserrat. My last name is Kerwin. It's oh, like, yeah. it's like, it's oh. this is, we celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Our colours are like... Red, green, red, and, red, yeah, green, and white. white. Um, they call Montserrat the Emerald Isle of the Caribbean. Is there's all oh these like, God. and there's also some accents in Montserrat that sound completely. Our mutual friend, um, Ashling B, yeah. um, we're thinking of doing something to encompass that and That's, some sort of documentary and stuff that to could inc- be yeah. Fascinating because she's Irish. She's Irish. Yeah. Oh, of course, you're in this way up. I'm in this way up with Ashling. I yes. loved, and Ashling has been a really good friend to you, hasn't she? She honestly like. It's so rare to do a job and basically leave with a family member. And that's definitely what I found in Ashling. Completely kind, completely just personable and just, just the most brilliant person. You, Biggest heart ever. You have this where, well, because you're absolutely wonderful and gorgeous and brilliant. You and Michaela Cole have this. Oh. You're, you're like <laughs> siblings, right? Yeah, she's my sister. Alice. She's literally my sister. My actual sister, <laughs> who is also called Michaela, is going to be fuming at I said that. <laughs> They're friends now, but she gets so annoyed when I talk about... Ma- she's like, my sister Michaela. I'm like, she's like, do you mean me or Michaela Cole? I'm like, both of you. Um, but Michaela Cole is, again, another beautiful friend of mine. And seeing her rise to stardom... Well, actually, seeing everyone else catch up to what we've already known has been beautiful. Right. But I, f- I feel like it's my lot in life to be surrounded by wonderful women. Like, between Michaela and Ashling and my lovely sister with you two. Even, like, my career, like, it's... Michaela and Ashling and Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Daniel Lawrence, all these wonderful people that have given me my step up. Mm. So I'm like, yeah, all right. That's, that's pretty lovely. Well, speaking of steps up, I mean, you we can't talk about what you're doing, but you're going to be doing something very exciting. Yes, I'm in the process of talking about doing a play next year at the National, which I can say that much. Um, Would you be the starring role? Uh, yes, it's, it's going to be really exciting once we finalise all the details, but... I'm so excited to go back to theatre. Slow Horses has been the most incredible job and it continues to be the most incredible job. We've shot more 
as well so there's there's definitely more to come with that but I'm excited to pop back into theatre for a little bit um, I also you write as well stop. so it's like oh thank you you don't what are you, what are you working on so yeah new? I'm under commission with the BBC Studios with my own show it's been in development with them for um, a little while it's sort of semi-autobiographical slash not <laughs> um, it's a brilliant show set in Manchester Lenny so is the, is the boy band going to be in it no god no really um, I think Jess you've not recovered from that I'm just you? obsessed with like these <laughs> what girls did, and did boys did you just sing or? we just sang yeah you just didn't sang. play an instrument all acapella all acapella that's amazing yeah my cousin Nadia has had this little one of those little whistle things like <laughs> heard you sing no I've done a few, I've done a bunch of musicals though as well I, my first job when I left drama school was Sister Act with Cynthia Erivo oh no but big I deal I also <laughs> noticed that you play Sky Masterson I the last theatre job I did I played Sky and Guys and Dolls up at the Sheffield Crucible 2021 yeah Jesse played Miss Adelaide once I think maybe poison could develop what <laughs> darling I want to know what you're doing for Christmas so for Christmas I will be spending it up in Lancashire with my siblings um, my brother's just had an extension done, so he's very excited <laughs> for us to come around and rub that in our face. So we're going around to my brother's. Um, yeah. Normally on Christmas morning... So where morning, would you stay? I will stay either at the family home or in a lovely hotel. Cause Is I don't really family wanna... home still there? Yeah, so my um, well, another one of my older brothers, when um, my parents passed away, he took over. So he, he now lives there with his kids. Because it, nice. it keeps it in the family. And it, it's, yeah, it's, so it's beautiful. So all the family are up in, in Preston. So I've got... So, like I said, I think my mum was one of 14. My dad was one of eight. So there's just loads of family. I've got family in North London. Loads of family in North London. Yeah. Lots mm-hmm. in Preston. Lots, lots in Preston. In the particular village that we live, there's 14 houses of my family in this one village. So there's going to be lots of... Not, not, not. Is there a pub nearby? No, they just they just have a bar in their house. Oh, they, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Proper bar in the house. Um, so Preston, Christmas, I'm in charge of the bar. Yeah, so, fancy that. Yeah. So. so have you got to bring the booze? Yeah, well? so I've already had some stuff delivered, actually. What's yeah. going to be on the menu? So we're starting off with some um, Mai Tais in oh, the morning. you're like going to be like oh, Tom Cruise? Oh, mixo- okay. mixologist, yeah. Oh, totally. should we do that, Jess? I think just... No. A Why? Christmas cocktail, go on. No, somebody else can be on cocktails then. I'll because cocktails. I... I have this bloody oven that I need to be monitoring the whole time. So we'll, we'll have a Cosmo. Mm. Okay, yeah, Cosmo, Cosmo Martini. Oh, Mum, I have to say, I did this gig in in Australia where I had to do like an acoustic, intimate performance, and people had dinner oh, at lovely. this place called Farmer's Daughter. Also, by the way, I'm not a baker, and it looks a bit sad, but it will taste alright. Mum, will you cut, please? You and, um, no, it, 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 it's not Brisbane. Don't enough. have the bum um, end if you don't. I'm, no, I'm good don't have I, the I bum end, it. go from that side. Okay. And I had to sing, and I felt like I was at a bat mitzvah or a wedding. It was very, um, it was very yeah, sweet. But Thank they you. started the cocktail with one that was called Beautiful People, but I think it was like a Cosmo. I felt like maybe it was because of you. Oh, um, oh yes, because when Raven Smith was on, you two were obsessing Cosmos. about the Cosmos, weren't you? Yeah, because he thinks they should be brought back. I do too, to be fair. I they think were they're they're the very, best but there's, cocktail. But there's, there's a lot of um, They're quite sharp. A, a good yeah, one is quite I sharp. Love. Okay. That's the best thing about a Cosmo. But the reason she got into them was because of Carrie Bradshaw. I don't Bradshaw. know that I did, oh but my I just God. like this the taste. This is amazing. Mm, quite nice. Oh, but... my God. Babe, it's, it's definitely easy. Mm. Oh, you need to give me the recipe with those. It's Why is it so BBC yellow? Good Food, babes. Because I use those really nice St. Mm. Yu um, okay. yolk eggs. What's that? Um, Caraway seed. Right. So what we be eating on Christmas? Um, Christmas will be... We'll do a leg of lamb. We don't do turkey because turkey's... I'm sorry, bruv. Turkey's the worst meat. Turkey is dry. I love it. No. I'll have a turkey sandwich from Pret, but I won't have an actual turkey. I don't know. What is it about it that you love? You and Girls Aloud love the turkey sandwich from Pret. (laughs) Yeah. I started the Girls Aloud um, fan society at my secondary school when I I, I was 13. Did you? Yes. And you weren't out by that point. And I was not out. I mean, come on. (laughs) No joke. That's amazing. Um, We're going to do lots of meat. So we'll do oxtail. We'll do... Okay, so there's this thing in the Caribbean called sauce that we eat on Christmas morning. And it's like all the joints of the cow. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> and it's done with okra and um, like a stew when you have fried dumpling with it. And it's like this and so carrot. it's kind of like using like the all the, jelly, all yeah, the like... All, yeah, all the jelly bits. And Is it delicious? It's so lovely. But to look at it, it can come out a bit hairy. Like actually. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
Like, but is it because it's like the hooves and the yeah? The, look, Fallow would like that. It, it, it I was, think you should try it with your son. <laughs> yeah, couldn't right. even eat marrow. Mm. It was. It's delicious. So we're probably gonna have some sauce. We'll have chicken. We'll have fish. We'll have, like I said, lamb. Maybe beef as well. And then we'll do all the trimmings. And I think I'm gonna do some turtle more. I'll do the bar, and I will point at what's going wrong. I. I'm with you. Perfect. <laughs> no, to be fair, the food was so important to us. There's quite a few good cooks in the family, so I'm not worried. I think I'm going to have a good meal. When you start this theatre job, mm-hmm. will you eat one of your mum's frozen oh, meals? I will. That's the next time I'm going to eat one of her meals, yeah. Do you know which one you're going to choose? Yes. I've got one of her veg, veg lasagnas from when I was vegan, so double-edged. Um, I think I'm going to have that maybe before the first preview. There's a little, like, good luck. Good luck. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm going to have one of her meals. Really delightful. Working at Gary Rhodes, being a host, mm-hmm. did you deal with some real tricky customers? Yes. Anything spring to mind? I remember someone asked me to debone their fish and they presented me with a pair of tweezers in front of them. And did I, they bring their own they brought, tweezers? They brought their own tweezers. It was, this lovely lady, who I thought she was lovely initially, she ordered the place and I said to her, it's, it's going to be really bony because they're doing it like flat and it... it it's just coming as it's going to be really bony on the sides. She was like, that's absolutely fine. Sure, I've got some tweezers. I was like, cool. Just, I think they were actually for her eyes, but you know. Um, and she was like, um, is this this too much? I was like, I did say, but I'm happy to take it back to the kitchen. Customer's always right. Always. And she was like, no, can you, you can do it. It's fine. And I was like, I started. <laughs> I started to debone her place with her tweezers. And I was just like, I'm not paid enough for this. So I was like, I'm actually going to take it back to the chefs. And they were just like, just t- tell her to order something else. Um, God. I want to know if you like karaoke. Oh, do I like karaoke? Do you know what? I do. What would you be see, your my song? People it... do, Jesse. <laughs> can you? Can you? No, you're right. And my song, mm. yeah. Donna Summer, Tina Arena. Enough is enough. Oh, Tina oh. Arena. Don't you mean Barbara, Barbara Streisand? No. <gasps> you, I'm in chains. You were oh. going to say. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Call Donna, yourself gay. Get out of here. Donna Summer, Barbara Streisand. Enough so is enough. So who's going to sing the? I'm singing both. Okay. <laughs> I'm singing both. Even if Barbara was in the room, I'm singing both. Even if she was there. Yeah. I've just started her, um, her audio book. 48 hours. She's really nice though. You know, like people use um, Harry Styles with the Calm app. Mm-hmm. Basically, you can nod off and you come back and she's still in the same chapter. So you don't feel like you've missed anything. It's fine. <laughs> it's very nice. Well, Kadif, it's... A pleasure. I'm really glad that you got to meet Lenny. I'm thrilled I finally I got to meet you, Lenny. I hope I haven't disappointed, No, if anything, I'm more in love with you now. Oh, my God. Can I give, ask you one more question? You can indeed. A nostalgic taste that can transport you back to somewhere, happy um, or sad? It would be climbing the kinip tree in the Caribbean. They're called kinips. Kinips. Yeah. Why you, you call them why kinips? You, why are you... Oh, what? sorry. Kim, how to no, say no, the no, no, no. Gwen calls them connects. Gwen is from Bahamas. Okay, darling. Thank yeah. you. They're like little hard ball things. Let, let, correct. Why yes. let Kadeef right, explain? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, for me, <laughs> I love you too. You two are amazing. It would be uh, climbing a kinip tree in the Caribbean. These wonderful, it's like, it's, they're, they're, lo- they're only locals of the Caribbean. And you, they're like these little green things and you, you cut the top off and it's like orange inside and you suck it off like lychee mm. and it's so beautiful and it Delicious. smells so fragrant. My mum would take the leaves of the kinip tree. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You dry them out, and you can make a beautiful herbal tea with them. And they were really, really delicious. Boil it and it was just, Can yeah. you ever get them here? You can, actually. You can get them in Lewisham. Yeah. I'll bring you a box around when I come around. Oh, yeah. I really want to try them. Oh, well, they're stunning. Do you really, think really they stunning. travel? They do. They do. They'll, they'll travel green and then by the time they get it, they'll be ripe. That's, that's the Caribbean for me. I know we do bananas and all that stuff. The first time I ate a banana, I was 14. Why? So, basically, my mum, when my mum was a teenager, there was a hurricane on the island that she was from and all the bananas fell off the tree. So, they ate bananas for, like, three months. 
So she just could not stand the banana. Like, so yeah, they were just never around in our house. And then I finally tried one when I was like, I was like these are lovely. <laughs> oh, oh my God, she, she, she couldn't even look at them. Well, how often do you go? I've, I haven't been back since I was 11, I think. Should we all go? Please. I'd love to revisit it and um, say thank you to the island. You know? And on that note, thank you, Kadeef, for thank being you. on Table Manners. Oh. Being gorgeous. <laughs> thank you both so much. And thank you for that meal. That was stunning. No, you're welcome. I would do that again. Yeah, we've Good. got clean plates. Look yeah, at this. perfect. Would you like to take a little bit of cake for your other half? Okay, great. Cake. He'd oh. love that. Okay, great. Right, thank you, Kadeef. Thank you. Didn't I tell you, you were going to love him? Completely in love. He's the best human. But not only that, he made me feel small. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's so... Big, sexy man. Yes. Yeah. I love him. I mean, he never stops, I don't think, working. No. Very hardworking, very talented, very kind. Can do everything. Can do everything, Yeah. yeah. I loved the, 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 the idea of him with the tweezers doing the place. Taking fish bones out. Khadif Kerwin, thank you so much for coming on and eating all the food and talking all the talk and also talking so beautifully about your mum, Matilda. Yeah. And it was just really, it was a real pleasure to have and you And her on. food. And her food. You can see Khadif in Slow Horses, which the new season's out now. I you can also wait. see him in This Way Up. You can see him, he's been in everything, everything that's kind of a critically acclaimed British something or other. This Way Up, Chewing Gum, I May Destroy You, This Is Going To Hurt. He's in everything. And so I can't wait to see well, what I happens. I can't wait to hear what, what's happening at the National. I know. Um, exciting year for him. Thank you uh, to Khadif Kerwin for coming on. Thank you to Mum for matching with me. So we both look like we're Butlins hosts in that yeah. uh, selfie coats. with Khadif. Yeah. And um, thank you to Australia for inspiring me. And please, can you have me back very soon? I really think we should do a series in okay, Australia. Fine. We'll see you next week. It's the Christmas special with next week. With all the tips for your Christmas lunch. Yes, and it's quite a Christmas cracker. Wow. It's a bonanza. I think it's one of the most exciting episodes. It really is. For so Christmas. if you need some ideas for Christmas, we've got you covered with the creme de la creme of the cooking and chef world. They've all been on the podcast. They have. They're all friends of the podcast. Yeah. And they are all offering tips. The best tips for a relaxed, lovely, gourmet Christmas. Um, we'll see you next week.